On this episode, we take our deepest dive yet into the Clone Wars. You must unlearn what you have learned. Remember, a Jedi can feel the Force flowing through him. In between it all. Balance. Welcome to Voice of the Wills. This is where the fun begins. Concentration here and now where it belongs. All this, as the Force wills it. Just when you think you understand the Force, you find out how little you actually know. I may fail, you may fail, but there is no try. We would be honored if you would join us. Alright, welcome once again to Voice of the Wills. I'm Matt Almuccio, and I am here with Elena Source. Elena. How we doing? We're doing okay. Doing, doing okay. okay. Uh, so yes. officially, this is our uh, first podcast in the coronavirus era, where we are all at home, and so uh, so Elena Self isolating. <laughs> yeah. So you're 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 at least healthy and doing okay in that respect, I guess. Yes, thankfully, I think I'm in the clear. I have officially been self-isolating for a week now, working from home, finishing my semester of college online. So far, I'm not going crazy yet. <laughs> <laughs> and we got Albert Torres here. Albert, how you doing? Hello there. I'm okay. Okay, and you're <laughs> healthy and everything? Uh, for now. For now. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, there's, you know, that. And... I mean, I'm an essential worker, technically, so I'm still out there. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Well, yeah. I don't, you know, at this point, you don't even know what to say with this stuff. I I hope everybody's held. uh, Wash your hands. Wash your hands, hands. Albert. (laughs) I'm I'm putting all my fingers in my nose. Uh, Please don't do that. (laughs) Please don't do that. First of all, that is disgusting. (laughs) Yeah. And Rodney Clark, how we doing? I'm doing fine. I'm John Connor, and if you're listening to this, you are the resistance. Wash your hands. (laughs) (laughs) Wash your hands. Stop being so nasty. I'm also. You are also. You are also an essential worker too. Correct. I'm I'm going to be out in these streets doing what I got to do to feed my family, and uh, hopefully, I'll, uh, I'll I'll remain uninfected. Wait, yeah. Ronnie, what do you do again? I'm in fire Sorry. alarm service, so I have to be out there. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got the. I one of the things um, we had a kind of uh, a virtual text meeting going on with my other technicians, and I just basically said, "Look, I don't. I'll go to work. I'll be out there. I got no problem with it. Just give me some sort of documentation in case I get pulled over, because my one and only phone call would be to the CEO of my company, who's got to come and bail me out. So I'm fine. <laughs> I don't think we're. Oh, because we're, we're officially on lockdown now, right? As yeah. of yesterday, New yeah. Jersey. But I don't is. think it's like martial law type thing where well, they can no, you go. can go out. You I'm can a, go out. <clears throat> I'm a bit of a conspiracy theorist, out. but the National Guard is being mobilized for some reason. It is. I did see them so. in New York. That somebody posted a photo. They're also of in Philadelphia. Of- mm. yeah. Well, it's also just I think because it is a suggestion, but like you never know with people, and like they'll start. <laughs> looting, excuse my French. Looting stores and stuff. Who knows? Like people are wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah, once this goes off long enough and everybody's supplies start running out, it's time to hit the streets. Uh, my mom and I just ordered $300 worth of booze online. <laughs> so we're prepared. My God. Oh. For hand sanitizer, right? 
Oh, yeah, we're sanitizing our bodies. No corona in this. <laughs> Just Heineken's, right, Elena? Just Heineken. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, let, let me throw this little bit of a, of a bonus topic out there. Um, so... Obviously, right now, we can't be trooping, um, and so uh, what are you doing to sort of stay connected to our various groups or Star Wars in general um, right now um, well, as we as we go through through this here? Has anybody got um, any? Well, so Albert and I, we have our, uh, we have our D&D group with a couple other... 501st members so we just tried our very first online virtual D&D session uh, and that's Dungeons and Dragons for those of you who don't know so we've been playing since what Albert July to like of last year yeah yeah July of last year so uh, we obviously can't get together so we uh, all met up on zoom and it was a little clunky but it was pretty nice though because I mean, I've been home for a week now, and I've been definitely getting cabin fever. But, <laughs> um, and then I've been chatting with other people. I've actually like talked to more people on the phone this week than I like normally do, like ever. Yeah. So that's how we're we're uh, kind of managing right now. Yeah. Uh, um. Well, besides that little portion and stuff like that. Um. So, I don't know if you are aware. Um. You two. But the NER kind of has this um, Discord group running that basically does online board games. Oh, wow. No, oh. no I was unaware. No idea about yeah. it. We'll invite you in. Please. Yeah. Yeah. NER is our, our uh, 501st garrison, by the way. I don't know if we yeah. ever... Did we ever mention it? I don't know. Yeah. No. Northeast Remnant, yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's called the... I'll send you guys. Is that open to the public though, or it's probably uh, just for NER members? <laughs> just for NER members. Okay, NER members, <laughs> hit us up if you want to get added in. <laughs> yeah. Well, for me, um, I've been catching up on some Clone Wars. I actually subscribed to Disney Plus. I took advantage of the free month, and now that the Clone Wars episodes are coming out, been doing that, and um, we actually established and broke ground on the Southern New Jersey Saber Guild Temple. So. That been oh, that's nice. right! Congratulations. That's so awesome. Keeping us occupied in this in the Star Wars universe, you know, putting the word out, and slowly getting our social medias and all that stuff going on. If you don't mind my asking, what was yeah. the reason for the split? Well, it's like so. Is this a north and south now? Yeah, it's north and south, and a lot of most of the members live in Essex, Union County, and north. And it's, as we all know, it's a long drive to come down to Burlington, Camden, Atlantic City County. So definitely some of us that do live down here, we have a couple of members that are also in Pennsylvania. Um, basically, it was just a matter of it's, we have untapped territory that, you know, if we did an event down here, it wasn't really well staffed or, you know, fully mm-hmm. staffed or as much. So it was more of a need to cover more area and also branch into the Philadelphia area, which when we do events over there, we had um, a great response, you know, a lot of interest. But those people don't want to ride up to Exus or Union County, so let's give them a place to go, and that's what we're doing. That makes mm. sense. Is uh, Shelby part of the Southern? No, the way that the split temple? happened, uh, Ocean County is the last Southern county for the Northern Temple, so we're 
we're Mercer and Burlington and everything southwest. Okay, okay. And they're north and a little bit of southeast. Mm. Gotcha. So that's okay, where good. The line is. Shelby's no, still ours. Yes. Uh, <laughs> are you wait? Are you so wait? Are you technically the south? The south I, side. I now? am the local director of the Southern New Jersey Temple. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Burlington is pretty far south. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it. So it's different than Rebel Legion or uh, or Five O First in that you guys get together and do practices. Um, and right. those happen usually what weekly or yeah, I don't when, even know. Uh, we have weekly show rehearsals. Um, uh, kind of a mixed blessing now that everything's kind of on hold. We don't really have to go out and venture out and do our weekly rehearsals right now. But uh, you guys right. like met up in Rahway, right? Like yeah, week on- uh, yeah, which, Pirelli, is which is the it's it's about an hour north for me to do, but it's convenient for a lot of the members in the Northern Temple. So once everything with this virus thing calms down. We'll be meeting in either Burlington County or a little bit further south. That way, people in this area can have a place to go to and Sabres to swim. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, nice, nice. What about you, Matt? uh, For me? um, So, one is I took advantage of the early digital release of uh, Rise of Skywalker, which was really nice for Disney to drop it for us. Wait, when is it coming out on Disney Plus? Because I thought that, like, they would drop it there, but it's not on there. No, I don't know. I mean, they did Frozen 2, but they didn't... I, I think that... The, I think they're... I think what I read was that there's still some um, contracts of some sort, whether it's with movie theaters or something that needs to run out before they can Ugh. do that. So I don't know exactly Ugh. when it'll drop. So annoying. The DVD but I could I couldn't wait, I so I got it. <laughs> that's what I'm, waiting for. I'm waiting for the physical copy. I want the DVD. That's probably yeah, no, the that's last soon. physical copy I buy because I I have all the Star Wars movies on DVD, but I've like never really touched them. <laughs> <laughs> I watch yeah. everything on on streaming channels now. It's just yeah. the way of the world, you know. Um, but that was cool. That was cool. The documentary is not bad on there. I mean, uh, you know, those, those documentaries are always really cool to see. Um, and then the other thing that I, I've done, which hopefully we'll get to put on social for Devron Base, which I don't know if we've mentioned Devron Base either on this podcast, which is the Rebel Legion Base. We in probably New haven't. Just have terrible, terrible memory. This is true, um, but uh, but it was somebody. Uh, uh, well, some people in some of the other garrisons had brought this up, and so um, we're recording us in costume reading stories to post. Um, either on social media and or to send to hospitals and such. Um, uh, so hopefully all the video that I did um, gets cleared so that we can put that out because um, it was it was pretty fun and I got Roma involved. and That's awesome. She, she was in costume and having a good time. So, Aww, uh, so, so hopefully that gets put out. But, it, you know, it was just trying to think of ways for us to do some stuff. And, um, you know, what, what we do is so much a part of the community and – is always designed to be positive um, that I'm hoping that we can find um, more ways to contribute in our own way. Um, 100%. A lot of us can sew really well. In the the cosplay community too, outside of like uh, Rebel Legion and 501st, a lot of, um, I know a lot of 
girls who are part of like those princess like party princess uh companies who are uh recording personalized videos in princess costumes and uh hero costumes and it's it's so cool to see yeah there's a hashtag going around like Like they're not letting this story time or something (laughs) corona time yeah yeah something something like it's corona story time i don't know what Uh, anyway still some there's some hashtag that goes oh my god crazy speaking of clone wars by the way um is everyone watching the new episodes yep i didn't i didn't see the last one Oh, yeah. uh, Albert. I would say, and I work it. So we're going to, so that's, thank you. Thank you for the segue into our topic. Um, so I would say that just for the sake of our audiences, for the most part, let's stay away from the newer episodes in our discussion today. Um, you know, or if we do bring them up, try to be a little bit vague about it. Let's, oh yeah, yeah. Let's cut, wait till they're done. Uh, yeah airing all the episodes and we should definitely dive into it but um so today's episode uh matt we're dedicating to og clone wars though right yeah the original yeah the well not the og og clone wars but the not the, the 2D, 3D not the 2D animated version, one. but the 3D ones yes before the <laughs> that's not canon <laughs> <laughs> um but uh but yeah i'd like to kind of dive in we haven't done a clone wars ex- uh episode where we discuss it we've t- talked about the clone wars a bunch oh definitely but uh but uh you know with the clone wars now back and releasing episodes it's it's really fun and there's all sorts of other rumors floating around that i'm not going to get into but um but uh okay. yeah i'd like to like to talk a little bit about clone wars so i guess the we'll start off with our sort of fandom type topic which is um what is your favorite moment uh that you know that that got you emotionally excited or just you know thought was really cool or whatever what was that moment in the clone wars um that that sticks out for you as being you know one of your favorites if not your favorite could we uh, uh could we include arcs because i feel like that's fine sometimes pinpointing a specific moment might be difficult for me it's definitely a whole arc but then yeah go ahead tell keep... us what it is oh oh my god <laughs> uh <laughs> so this was actually really hard for me when you brought up the topic and i had to sit down and really um kind of go through all the different things that happened in clone wars and i, I know i say it a lot on the podcast and even outside the podcast i love 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 clone wars because it adds so much value to the overall um skywalker story that the the star wars universe there's just so much substance in clone wars and i always tell people who are against watching it that you have to let go of the fact that it's a kid's show and just uh get into it because it's it's really, and it enhances really the prequels too a lot oh, a hundred percent and yes i'm a prequel defender and i think albert you're a prequel defender with me yep um there's still some people who hate love to hate on the prequels uh so i tell them watch clone wars because the things you maybe don't like about the prequels are going to be like explained it's going to be you're gonna your your opinion will be changed once you watch Clone Wars. Those Jedi that you see on the council for like two seconds, each one of them gets at least an episode. You'll get to you know learn about them, understand their personalities. Order sixty six gets explained in the Clone Wars. Uh, Anakin is so much better in Clone Wars. <laughs> like, I mean, you guys cannot disagree with me there. He is. 
He's a little bit better in Clone well, Wars. Well, I'm gonna, I'm, I mean, yeah, it's 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 uh, he's he's different. I should I think I should say like he's not. I mean, he's the same character, but the the he's treated very differently. I think in the Clone Wars, in the way I just it, also as a, love as a Matt as a character, Matt Lanter as well, yes. Anakin. Ugh, yes. It I also, love that they brought him into Mandalorian for like a hot second as a can like second. a little cameo. <laughs> um, yeah. So after much personal debate, um, I decided on my favorite uh, moment and overall arc was uh, Ahsoka Tano, who is, let's be honest, the star of of Clone Wars, uh, the crown jewel, uh, when she leaves the Jedi Order. Um, I think it's a really, really huge moment for the show. Uh, it's a huge moment in Anakin's arc as, you know, with his struggle with being on in, in the Jedi Order and his struggle with his dark side um, and, and seeing this very complicated relationship that she has with the the Jedi Order where she was hoping that they would have some faith in her and they didn't and they let her down and even after they exonerated her and asked her to come back she was like I can't this isn't I'm not meant to be here you know the star Padawan pupil leaves the order and goes off on her own path and it's like such a huge and honestly a difficult moment I think in the show and I think that's a really great example of why this show is really appealing to adults and I don't know if as a kid I it would fly over my head or if I would be like scarred by it. Um, so I think that even though it, it's a lot later in the show, um, I think that's probably the key moment for me in Clone Wars. It also Wars. ties into the Rebels too. And it, it, it does. A lot of, it a does. Lot of I mean, at this point, if you haven't, it, it, this the spoilers are everywhere. But yeah, she does yeah, come right. back <laughs> in Rebels as a. I mean, I guess we can call her a gray Jedi at that point because no, she's not. No, no. She doesn't no, no, consider no, no, herself no, 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 a Jedi. She's just not a Jedi. She's not a Jedi. Yeah. She's just a Force user in the galaxy. That's okay, yeah. She's it's, like it's, a suit. She's not. I don't want to call her a gray Jedi, but she's like a Jedi who's not a Jedi. Almost a Force like, wielder. A Force wielder. Just pl- plain that's old. Well, yeah. she's a. I I think in a way she is. We can get into that character, but I can't think in a way she is a Jedi. She's well, just not I mean, a Jedi. That, quoting that, so, her from Rebels, I was, am no Jedi. Well, yeah, but 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 what I want what I want to say is the Jedi. Yeah, but what I want to say is this: is so what was why that moment that you're describing I think is so important is it is sort of uh, sort of really hits home that the fact that the Jedi as a group, the Jedi Council, has lost their way. Um, yes, and that's yes. important for the story of the prequels. Um, and I, that's why I say, in a way, she is a Jedi because the Jedi themselves have gotten away from being Jedi. And that's what she's running away from. Because she doesn't, you know what? She doesn't you run know what? away from. I agree from. with you because I think that she almost left at the best possible moment, taking the best values of the Jedi with her mm. and holding on to those key values as an individual and kind of letting go of the political aspect of it. Cause let's be honest that they did get political towards the end there. And, uh, she, she's still morally good, I guess we could say, right. She's not like evil. And if you uh, think about the, what, what, uh, Luke comes to know as thinking about the Jedi and sort of the, the no. mythos of the Jedi, she embodies that. So she's as much, 
she's as much as what you would think a Jedi would be. Um, maybe in just, the spiritual sense, like she maybe doesn't want to label herself as a Jedi because to her, the Jedi became this very, you know, uh, politically driven organization and she holds on to maybe the more spiritual aspect of it. So that's yeah, yeah. great conclusion. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a, it's, it's, it's powerful. Albert, you're, you know, Mr. Clone. So you've yes, got to That's why some. I didn't pick a clone <laughs> arc because I knew Albert would definitely pick something. I wanted to hear what his favorite was. Now, now tell me you didn't pick a clone arc. Go ahead, Albert. <laughs> oh my God. I swear to God, Albert. <laughs> Subvert his expectations, Albert. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Albert, Are you there? Oh my God. Are you listening at all, dude? The Rona got him. I'm sorry, I had to step out for just a second. Oh, well, you're back just in time because it's your turn. Just to in time. Let me. All right, we'll see if we can splice this together now. I was talking to you, Albert. <laughs> okay. Okay. Take all a right. pause. Take a pause. What all about right, so you? So we'll take a pause and I'll I'll try to bring it back in. All right. Um. Wait, no, let me ask the question first. <laughs> so, Albert, that's, uh, you know, that's something I wanted to talk with you about since you're such a clone guy. Um, yes. Yeah, like, you know, uh, hopefully, well, we'll see if you picked a clone for your arc, but what was your moment that, uh, that stuck out, stood out for you? Okay, so this one is pretty much a two-parter. Because uh, there's a lo- there's a lot of tie-ins. No, no, no. Listen up. There's a, there's a lot of tie-ins. Okay. So, one of my favorite moments in the entire series will have to be the Umbara arc, and yes. the, uh, uh. and the uh, the part the the the, the fives uh, arc. So yeah. why, what what I what do I mean? So, when I so say you're you're saying the Umbara arc and the Order sixty six arc. Umbara arc is the Krell arc, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. So you know, it, it, it's it's good. I keep saying this, like you know, beating it with a you know, like a dead horse. You know, Clone Wars humanizes the clones, and each one, you know, having their own personality just makes it like such a great thing. And it, it hits hard when you like you know later on, you know, Order sixty six happens. You know, these clones, you know, respected their uh, Jedi generals, and you know, without a question of a doubt, you know, just they had to put them down. Um, but the reason why I, I like these is because you can see like how how hard you know war hits these clones with the Embara arc, right? Left and right, you know they consider each other brothers and stuff like that. And just to see them go, it's like wow, the ouch that hurts. Um, <laughs> Yowza! But you know, in that moment, you kind of see you know this, you know the seeds of doubt and you know the corruption of the Jedi Order with Krell basically defecting. Um, and then you see the clones basically like, oh, okay, you know, we're gonna have to put him down, you know, this and that. He's just using us and stuff like that. And in that moment, it's like, damn, the, for some of these clones, Order sixty six is just a ju- justification because you know these Jedi's are like sending us to our deaths, yada yada yada. And then with you know with the, the whole arc with fives, you know, him discovering that there's a plot, you know, in place to kill the Jedi, like, well, you know, this and that. And the fact that, you know, he was going through so much, you know, trying to get the truth out and stuff like that. Rex basically seeing that, you know, his, you know, his brother basically being treated like an insane person to die in front of him without even getting the truth out. Because even Anakin was like, dude, you need to calm down. You, you have to talk to me. And, it, you know, again, that just hit me because it's like, wow, 
how different will Star Wars be if like Fives actually went off and like told the truth? You know what I mean? And if the Jedi so Order the, actually that's the, is, wait is that the uh, now that part's the arc where he finds out about his chip? Is that what you're talking about? Well, the Tup basically Tup's chip malfunctions. He kills the right. Jedi, and then everybody's like, "Oh, it's a disease and stuff like that." But Fives, you know, a little bit more wiser than oh, most, was like, "Wait a minute, this, uh, there's there's something fishy about this." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So he went off, did some snooping, then he found out, oh, "Hey, I got a chip in my head." You know, blah blah blah. All of us do. Um, everything was downplayed, like, oh, that chip is there for, you know, for safety reasons, you know, because they might go insane, and yada, 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 but we all know, you know, the real reason for it. But, um, you know, it, it just kind of goes hand in hand, because again, you know, with the Umbara arc and everything like that, so many clones, you know, are, like, being lost, you know, in this war and stuff like that, and, like, Rex especially is taking the blunt of it, you know? Um... And it just and I just feel bad because again, like if the if the Jedi Order like saw you know how basically most Jedi's were becoming corrupt with the whole Krell incident, and that's another thing. Like I wish they actually went into detail about like Rex basically coming back. Like, listen, we had to put him down because X Y Z. You know. Um, well, that arc is so important think- for the characters <laughs> yeah, yeah, can- of the clones because you're seeing. Um, the, you're seeing the clones being treated in, in a totally different way than Anakin or Obi-Wan treats mm-hmm. them and most of the Jedi treat them. And you're sort of seeing their their internal struggle as a group and individually over whether or not they're um, just, you know, basically tools um, mm-hmm. who can just be used and disposed of as needed or whether or not they're, you know, people. Um, and That's exactly uh, what I was going to say too, yeah. Matt. Uh, that it, I think this arc is isn't about the Jedi per se. It's more it's a focus on the clones and really enforces the the fact that they are individuals. They are people. They're not these pawns that were genetically engineered to fight the way Krell was seeing them, and that they when they show them shooting on each other and and like that how it impacts them it's such a powerful moment because you're like i i cried during that scene i was like oh my god i can't even imagine how that must feel and it really humanizes them and that's a that's a thing that i always am going on about with clone wars is the show humanizes the clones. It it the um, the movies unfortunately even though literally one of them is called attack of the clones you don't really get to know them. You what they name one clone commander, uh, you know, Cody. clone commander Cody, and maybe Gree. They they mention once, but other than that, you don't ever get to know them. And this show really gives them that spotlight that they deserve. And this arc is particularly powerful because it it shows they're not just these pawns. They're they feel emotions they they feel pain and and the war affects them and they have these internal struggles of should we you know blindly follow orders or should they have some uh independent thought process and right and even then at the at the end of that arc when they're trying to figure out what to do with krell when they finally captured him um there you know there are some people you know that that want to kind of keep him there and then there are others who think he's too powerful and too manipulative to uh keep oh, alive when the, and they're the clone, when rex was it rex and uh um, I, forgot, I forgot that one clone's name that w- yeah. wanted to obey krell without, without was it question tup or was it uh no, it wasn't tup 
It was some other other clone. I forgot. But what like Rex didn't want to kill him because that's not like that's not but, part of his moral code. But the other one had like no problem. So that was well, another really like it's a small moment, but it shows that they're not all the same. Well, the 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 problem with that was that Rex was feeling conflict uh, conflicted on whether or not to basically you know do his own thing in order to keep his men alive or follow Krell. Well, that's what I was saying before about yeah. them having an, uh, an individual thought process of yeah. that internal struggle that they had. And the reason yeah. why I mentioned this being a two-parter with the whole, you know, Fives thing, you know, in discovering is the that, like... Arc. Yeah. Is that Fives, you know, throughout the whole entirety of the arc is telling him, listen, man, you know, you need to do what you think is right. You know, stop having to follow Krell's orders because, you know, you think that's right. You were your own clone. And... Right. You know, basically, Fives puts that into practice when he went off, you know, and went rogue and stuff. Yada, yada. You know, that's why, you know... It's a also, Krell gets the award for the douchiest Jedi yes, ever. Yes, douchiest <laughs> Jedi. Well, I originally, for the first, like, I forget if it's three episodes or four episodes, but, like, I think it's four. I think for the first, whatever, first couple before the last episode, I was, like, not sure I really liked the arc because I was like, what? This guy's not a Jedi. Like, this is not working for me. Um, and then when it paid off with the fact that he, you know, that he had turned to the dark side, um, I had to go back and rewatch it because I was like, okay, no, that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, but it, but originally I was just like, I was, I thought that they were just trying to showcase a Jedi with a different style, and so I was totally buying into that and really wasn't picking up that. I mean, it, eventually you start to see that. Oh no, he's he's definitely on the dark side, but initially it just yep. seems like he's a he's got a different style and he's you know as a leader um yeah no different style of being a douche <laughs> <laughs> all right well now i hesitate to go to rodney next because i fear that maybe he uh he did do the same one that i picked but alas i'm gonna let you go rodney <laughs> and see what you have to say and then i will see <sighs> if uh if i pick something different so let's see what you got i think i think i i don't know we'll see i think i'm let's really see. predictable and those who have listened to us before will know that I'm going to pick the Hunt for Zero episode because it's quite cool. Oh, right. Okay. There you go. <laughs> so for the sake of predictability. Good. No, we're, we're good. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I picked that episode um, for a couple of reasons. One, it's a, it's a Jedi adventure, you know, and it's a mm-hmm. buddy cop movie. You know, you got two different types of Jedi thinking and mindset and... Um, and, and motive, not motive, but, you know, MO, how you operate. And it, it works, you know, growing up, you, you, you get to see the, the old buddy cop movies with, you know, 48 hours and trading places and all the stuff like that. And I, you know, as a fan of Quinlan Voss, when they wiped out all the original canon, one of my concerns was, well, what about my favorite Jedi? Like, come on, guys, like, you can't just leave him out in the dust. <laughs> so, you know, by... Well, you know, those that watched the uh, um, episode three with me in the movie theater could hear me still screaming when they actually dropped his name in there because right. that was the first time he was made, he was recanonized or whatever you call it, brought back into right. the canon. And then when he has this great introduction of jumping out of the dropship and landing with such, you know, finesse and style, that's my boy right there, you know, and even to this day. My boy! That, that's one now, of the rem- just, that I, I, I just so I'm 100 percent clear. That's is that the episode with the singer from uh, Java's Java's yes. Palace? Yep. Okay, that's yep. that one. Okay. She's the one that okay. she's the one that that you know spoilers. She's the one that frees Zero and uh, Kenobi. And then, 
and, and, and uh, yeah. Vosco looking for him. Yeah. You also get to you get to see now Hutta, which is a world that you know the, the huts come from. You don't really get to see that too right. much. And um, it's, is that what you mean? Does that what you mean? Zero's mom. Yep. <laughs> yep. Who I swear was basically living She's in Louisiana. She's got the super deep voice. Yes. Yeah. Oh, isn't it like Gargula the hut, or is that a different hut? Uh, I think Gargula I feel like that's is somebody else. I think Gargula might be. Jack. My son hasn't visited me in so long. <laughs> oh, boy. He actually goes and borrows his broke mom's my car. Door. He goes and borrows his mom's car. She's like, all right, just bring it back with a full ticket of gas at least. Yes, it's such yes, a mom yes. thing to say. It, it, <laughs> the name the name is Mama the Hut. Yeah, Mama. Okay, exactly. <laughs> and she is Mama the Hut. Is a family totally. So I, I think Mama the Hut. <laughs> that's one of the the you can watch it whenever kind of episodes, and it's still enjoyable. There's a good line. There's a good bunch of humor in it. There's some good Jedi action. Also, another great character that came out of um that came out of the Clone Wars, Cad Bane. Like you have yeah. oh one hundred percent, and you you get, and you to, get see to see him. Cad Bane almost in full effect because he's fighting two Jedi at the same time. Yeah, he even um, wields a lightsaber at one point. Like this man's and his droid, skilled. his little droid. Like let's not let's not sleep on that little dude. He's got a little oh, droid that's really so handy. Cute. You know, I, I know a lot. Of, there's a lot of BD one fans out there, but this guy was before BD one. Like yeah. oh yeah, know, his little helper droid. So there's a lot of aspects to Star Wars that I enjoy in, inside that one episode. And it wraps itself up. You know, it's not a two or three parter. It's not a long story arc. If somebody wants right. to see some Clone Wars, uh, just to kind of sit down and kill 30 minutes, I'd totally recommend that episode. Yeah, there and are a also, lot of episodes also, like that, too. Uh, sorry to run No, off, go ahead, go ahead. There are definitely... See, there. I know a lot of people who are now watching Clone Wars, but they're only watching what they're calling the essential episodes. And yeah, there are definitely episodes that are very um, pertinent to the uh, prequel. Overall story. Um, yeah, yeah, that are like the this Order sixty six arc, the you know, uh, the Mortis arc with Anakin seeing his future. Uh, all those arcs are very important, but there's a lot of those, and they call them filler episodes. Yeah, there's some, you know, comedic relief in some of those episodes, but they're Just hilarious. Watch them all. What? Just watch them all. But I yeah, think that one was important watch for all the, the episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that was also important for Obi Wan's character. That you know, uh, Quinlan Voss was really the foil of Obi Wan. He was uh there to show a very different jedi who thought very differently who didn't care about the rules who only cared really about the results um yes. yeah and and you know so it was a good it even, was a good i think episode. even that episode uh it does have some value there are some episodes like one of my favorites was when um uh i don't remember the exact episode but jar jar binks was um, at this like dinner with oh God, Padme, the Toydarian on like the Toydarian planet, the, yeah, the yeah, same yeah, species yeah. that Watto is, <laughs> and he had to distract the dinner attendees because they were trying to smuggle supplies uh, to a Republic ship for uh, like relief or something, and. He was like dancing on the table, like ah, you know what this? I take this. <laughs> like, it was just <laughs> such a ridiculous episode, but it's so funny watching. And some people disagree with me, but I think Jar Jar is hilarious in Clone Wars, and I love watching the episodes that he's in because he's a total klutz, but in a really funny way. 
Yeah, he works. He works in a kids show. So I mean, yeah, no, some of the That's episodes. True. My yeah. daughter loves. My daughter loves those episodes. She she watched Bombad Jedi the other day. She she likes that. Oh, one. the one where he pretends to be a Jedi. Right, where he where they C three PO is like yeah. totally shading him. Yes. Oh, so good. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're doomed. <laughs> All right, let me get to mine now since thank you, Rodney. I was not going to pick the Quinlan Foss one. I, that's, you know, that's not a bad episode, but it's certainly not my favorite. So um, I'm going to make this a... Damn. I didn't mean to like, but that came across, did that come across like I was like... Ah, that was that very episode. sassy. That was I very didn't mean to be sassy episode. at all. I'm sorry. <laughs> Here and there. Go for it. <laughs> um, but... Uh, well, well, I, well, zero, zero was weird for me. I mean, I didn't. He, he was supposed to be. You know, I love that little hut. Yeah, but, <laughs> but, that, but that, that, you know, but, the, but, like I said, the stuff between Quinlan Voss and Obi Wan was really good in that episode. But uh, no, it's, it's, yeah. Anyways, um, so no, I'm gonna do sort of a two parter like Albert, but really focus on this first part and then kind of bring it back to a part that we probably should discuss anyways. Um, but the mo- the moment that uh, the Clone Wars really ju- just shines probably the most for me is um, when uh, Obi-Wan and Satine um, are on that ship. And oh, who is the guy who has her? I forget the name of the, the, the guy who has... Um, has Satine and Obi Wan is trying to rescue you mean the her. Death Watch guy? Oh, the like Prime Minister yeah. dude. Yeah, no, the Prime Minister, not the yeah. The, although Death Watch is associated with him, but yeah, the whatever, whatever, not yeah, whoever. Oh, I remember. Okay, I remember. I know what you're talking about now. It's and the then, Prime Minister. I just can't remember his name. Yeah, and then Obi Wan, but then uh, so then you get just like a whole discussion about how um, you know they they basically were in love, but went a totally different route than. Uh, obi-wan or then anakin and padme um, oh because we were talking were we talking about this on the last episode no that it was a couple it was a couple episodes back I think. yeah but the parallel we talked about on the podcast about that parallel right yeah that yeah that at that moment where where you know he basically says i would have left the order for you uh, um if you'd said so and she was like she know she's basically like i never would ask you to do that because they both feel they're too responsible to their you know respective positions um, but it was just, it's just a really awesome character moment for Obi-Wan where you, you know, you see his compassion and, 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 and a different side of how Jedi have to sort of ride that balance between, um, forming relationships with people and sort of, uh, staying true to the Jedi order. And, and I, there's not a moment where you're watching that, where you don't think like Obi-Wan, dude i love you and you're awesome but you should just leave the jedi order right now because um be, you know because uh it's 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 uh it's a nice little moment between the two of them and, and the whole arc that they go through satine is a very strong uh leader strong female character um and uh and the two of them have a nice banter throughout a lot of the episodes oh um, like the flirting uh yes yes yeah Live um, for and it. that but that moment is 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 really cool, and then the second part of that then is when um, she gets killed um, right in front of Obi Wan by uh, Pre Vizsla kills her, right? It was Maul. It was oh Maul yeah, I was gonna kill- say it was Maul with the dark. It saber. was Maul killed her. I couldn't remember which one because then Maul kills Pre Vizsla, but I forget who killed um, her. But at any rate, oh, right in front of Obi Wan, she gets killed, and. Um, yeah, first of all, that whole mall arc is fantastic. 
Um, that, oh, that, 100%. That, that's, the, that's the Shadow Collective arc. Yeah, it's, so, yes, yeah. where he takes out... I mean, it's a, if you're watching The Mandalorian right now and you want to go back and find some backstory, you need to watch all the Clone Wars Mandalorian episodes because they're, they're the, some of the highlights of that show um, are certainly that. And, and um, so they bring back Maul, which, which, which is weird, I guess, you know, in a way. And, and the way they do it is, is a little bit weird. But once he's back, he becomes a fantastic character. Um, and, uh, and his arc throughout the, the show culminating um, in, in him taking over Mandalore uh, as their leader, because um, I believe that's the episode where that happens too, or the next one, I forget. But, um, but, but anyways, for Obi-Wan to watch, you know, basically the love of his life get killed right in front of him. Don't remind um, me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, that's, that's just, it's, 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 it's a kid's show and it's so heartbreaking. I mean, it's just, you know, you just, you feel for Obi-Wan in that moment, maybe more than you ever really did. I think it does help inform his character a little bit um, in the way that he's, you know, in the way that he looks after Luke. I think you could see that, um, that this, this, you know, ha- forms that the way, you know, the way he knows how to care for somebody um, uh, like he cares for her um, and, and, uh, and, you know, the way he takes care of Luke. But, um, but yeah, for me, uh, you know, the, the whole Satine Obi-Wan, um, romance or, you know, su- pseudo romance and the culmination of it, um, is, is super emotional. Um, so I, I'd, I'd go with that. Hey everybody, I'm Steve. I'm Joe. I'm Mike. I'm Seb. And we're Dinner and a Podcast and you're listening to the International House of Podcast Network. All right, so it's time for our main topic, and on the main topic, um, we're going to look at sort of the war itself and how the Clone Wars um, really took over the galaxy and how it had effect on various planets. Um, You know, some planets were completely decimated, some uh, thrived, um, you know, and uh, and so, you know, kind of want to try to get into seeing, you know, how, talking about how the war itself sort of impacted the galaxy at large. Um, this is a very big and complicated question, I think, because because uh, it's, a, a, a long show, and B, um, there's a lot of different facets to it. Um, but we can start to talk, you know, start talking with, you know, kind of whatever strikes you first um, in terms of, uh, uh, of thinking about how the war, you know, was affecting various planets um rodney i I think think this was this topic uh, came up uh with your idea and i kind of want to start with you to see where uh where what you were thinking about in looking at this topic i think the uh effects of the clone wars it it was used in my opinion to uh bridge the gap between the decadent uh like how how great the old republic was Versus how dirty, broken down, third world nation, almost like how the galaxy is portrayed in the uh, original trilogy. You know, to put it plainly, it's how things got messed up. You know, resources got limited in some places and lawlessness was just amplified. And as we said in our previous episodes, um, it's also paved the way for the crime syndicates and the black market to really come into place and come into power and... Um, I think that that was a long-lasting um, 
the word I'm looking for? Effect of the Clone Wars is that you know trade routes got messed up. Uh, some of them became non-existent. Some of them, you know, item, items had to be rerouted, and it's it, it caused a ripple effect that between Episode three and Episode four, and you know, you get you kind of get to see it with Rogue One. It it put a lot of planets on a lower status than, than they used to be. Um, and I think that the the effects of the Clone Wars really did set back a lot of things uh, when it comes to like your regular everyday life. And it, I, the reason I brought it up because it, you know, what's going on with the current situation with this whole lockdown situation that's going on and it kind of mirrors it in some way. Like if we had a situation knock on wood hope this never comes to it but if we had a war happening on this planet in, in our town or the state of New Jersey where we're all from you know a lot of the things that affected planets during the Clone Wars and shortly thereafter would be happening to us now you know you see people fighting over toilet paper well <laughs> I mean but that's you know if to put it in a Star Wars reason well the, the trade route for the Charmin truck uh, it got messed up, so or it got overtaxed, and the trade federation doesn't want to pay for it. So now you can't get toilet paper, and look how we're reacting now. And I can imagine that the population of the planets would be having a very similar response. You know, well, and I, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've never wanted, so I, I don't, and I don't want this to get there. I've never really, we've never really wanted this show to be um, political in nature in terms of the current current political uh, climate. But you can't help but recognize that uh, George Lucas himself was um, throwing in his views on certain political um, things in the show. That they were that a lot of the things that were happening um, that he you know in, a, in the Clone Wars were his reflection on. Uh, on the state of things, if you look at the way that he treats, you know, the banks and uh, the trade federation, um, and and a lot of the things in there that that um, <clears throat> that he certainly has a real world connection to what he's doing, and if even if it's only to make it relatable to people, um, but I also think that then the Clone Wars becomes such a rich era in terms of the complications they just they don't shy away from the complications of the war itself um and they and they go through a lot of different aspects they show um you know the financial end of it they show the uh individuals i mean they have a huge arc where ahsoka and padme um try to work with the separatists um, and try to see things from their point and of that view. And that was uh, that was actually. Uh, sorry, I'll chime in. But the um, that what you're talking about it was probably one of the more surprising arcs that they introduced in the show because when you watch the movies, you see the separatists uh, from like the Jedi's perspective. It's like oh, the bad guys, Count Dooku, Sidious, uh, the battle droids. But there's actually like a whole group of individuals that are, you know, they're the separatists, but they're just like, you know, like right. the members of the Republic. They're, they just have different political views, but, you know, they have a, a body of government and, and uh, an idea of how things should be run. They're not all battle droids. So right. that, that was definitely really interesting to see. And like, just to see the other side of it and their perspective of the war. Yeah, it's a, uh, 
it's a an observation one could have which you know during times like that you know your allies can become your enemies and your enemies can become your allies at times you know if you if you step back and you know you look at it like that it's really interesting how they were able to kind of put that in the background of a cartoon it's almost like a it's almost like a good lesson too is that like uh you know sometimes one side isn't always 100 percent correct or or the right thing you know there there are always two sides to uh, a story or an opinion it's like maybe we should be a little bit more open to you know another person's opinion and try to understand their perspective on a situation instead of just being you know set in stone with your opinion because maybe your opinion is skewed in some way or or uh, you don't take into consideration other factors or other members of society and how a certain decision or, or way of life affects them. Like having yeah, pineapple and it's, I, and it's ideal. Yeah, it's idealist versus ex- <laughs> versus extremist, right? You know, you think about... Then they tried to show from both ends that, you know, with the Saw Gerrera arc, you know, they really yes. wanted to show the difference between, you know, an extremist, even on, you know, the Jedi side. Um, you know, there were certain tactics that the Jedi weren't going to... Um, impl- you know, use and even the, and even when it got into rebels with Sagrera, even more so. But um, you know, but even then, when you're looking at the um, oh, shoot, I'm forgetting the separatist name off the top of my head. But you know, they were looking at them, and there were idealists versus the extremists. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I think the main difference is that the um, extremists were in power on one side versus the um, well. At the end of the day, the one that on had. Side had the ruling hand was Sidious. Well, there's so like, yeah, both sides, it doesn't so. even matter at the end of the day <laughs> about the idealists or extremists. He just, he was like, screw y'all. I'm ruling the galaxy. Here's a war. <laughs> yes. Which, which I noticed that he did in, uh, rise of Skywalker that he sort of played both sides between Ray and Kylo Ren and that he didn't, I don't think he really cared which one was victorious of the two of them, whichever one came to him. Was maybe the one that he was going to uh, try to like get the did, uh, yeah. did the same thing with Vader and Luke in Episode Six. Like, all right, either yeah. you're going to kill him or he's going to kill you. Either way, you know, the winner gets a job. <laughs> you get to work for me. So, go ahead, have it. You know, fight it out. Let me know when you're done. Yeah, which they do. They explore that too. You know, in the Clone Wars, they uh, look at uh, sort of the two sides of uh, the Emperor um, and. Uh, you know, they, 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 uh, yeah, they actually do a decent job of conveying him as sort of slimy, but also, you know, somebody that the Jedi at least partially trusted. Um, but I think about the, like, with the Zillow Beast episode, where he got super shady in that episode. Um, <laughs> yeah. You sketch, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Albert, where are you on this? Mm, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of on the fence with this because, you know, there was, I guess, one thing that like I think about is how the uh, the Twilight. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Wow, I'm having a brain fart in the name. Jesus Christ. Uh, the Twi'leks. There we go. Yeah. Um, the Twi'leks basically they had their entire homeworld. You know screwed in, in a sense by this war um 
you know, with the constant blockades by the Trade Federation, the occupation. And well, stuff I mean, like that, that sparked an entire, you know, uh, movement, right? The what is it? The yeah, the the, the some revolutions or the um. Free Ryloth movement, that's what... Yeah, so basically, and not only that, there was also a bunch of, like, internal political, you know, uh, views in that sense where the people were... Some of the people were, you know, left to fend for themselves, and then you have the... Uh, I forgot the, the senator's name. Uh, you know, he's... Right, you know, he's trying to take, basically trying to take advantage of his people. Not necessarily take advantage, but he was sitting comfy you know, on Coruscant, oh, right. eating, yeah. his, you know, eating days away, you know. You look at some of these people, they're skinny as hell. And then you got this one, like, a big flat, uh, fat blob, you know? Yeah. And, it, it, again, you said basically not to go political or anything like that of a sort, but, like, and, you know, but George Lucas, once again, you know, having Wait, tie-ins. Are you talking about Ornfried Ta? Was, that's the senator's yeah. name? That's the, the fat Twilight yeah, senator. Yeah, him, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, going back to, like, you know, there's a lot of tie-ins to, like, real world events and like you know star wars and stuff like that you know right now the only thing i can think of is like the thing that's going on in syria you know what i mean that's kind of similar to what was going on to um well not so much with occupation but like just constant like getting screwed over um well, you know well, syria. Yeah, no, no, well, without going to politics general, though but the iraq yeah. war was, was certainly the, yeah well you've got like uh the the big either political group or milita- military group and then the innocents that are involved and that's essentially mm-hmm. a parallel to what was going on with Ryloth yeah. what's interesting about the free Ryloth movement is that it, it basically began during the Clone Wars and continued on during the time of the Empire it was just this constant struggle that they had mm-hmm. to free their world and, and you see big characters like uh, uh, Champs and Dula you know leading that movement and and the result of you know like you see Hera Syndulla you know she's the daughter of Shams Syndulla and how that affected her and it's it's a constant trickle effect that continues on through the Star Wars uh, arc which is really or universe well not only that it's the fact that like I also feel that because of the war you know being screwed over so much the predominant race that you see in Star Wars that are like our slaves are always Twi'leks yep Oh, like yeah, Twi'lex no. Wookies. Yeah, Twi'lex and Wookies. What about the droid attack on the Wookies? I was gonna say. But also, yeah, the, but then you have the arc. Uh, what is uh, uh, the arc with the whole slave planet? Uh, I'm trying oh, to yeah. think. Oh, 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 the cat people, the cat looking the cat people. people. But then who are the who are the slaves? Were the slaves the they were the Targudas or what? Are, what are they? What is the, what is? Oh, the Targudas. Well, that was just one group, but the, their biggest like. Uh, I don't know what the the correct term would be, but their main like form of um, slaves uh, economy was slavery. But they were enslaving, right. I think, anyone really. I think, but uh, in that particular episode or arc, it was that they enslaved a group of, or like a village of Tegruda, uh people, and they had to go and save them. Yeah, right. and then, and there was interesting, but there was, they got real interesting with with what the Republic was deciding to do with it, which is that the Republic was deciding to stay out of it um, and not get involved. And the reasoning was that they just didn't have the resources to fight it everywhere. Um, Right. I mean, I think that's what they, their explanation was, but, um, uh, but it was certainly, certainly in an arc where you're, where you're looking and you're going, there's no, uh, 
there's no sort of gray area here. And uh, I think Anakin is the one who, like, you know, want you know wants it wants this to be his mission to sort of free, well, free. that and uh, because it was probably a little personal for ahsoka because she's a tegruda well yeah yeah that oh, and that yeah, was really interesting to see because she gets uh oh, like that's right you're right she gets enslaved too yeah 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 and you're right the whole anakin that that anakin was was a slave that he get he uh he got into it, but but you know, even well, he didn't even get Obi-Wan. enslaved. He was flirting with the freaking queen. <laughs> well, that got yes. He started as a slave when he was a child. You know. Yes. Oh 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 yeah, that's right. That's right. You're right. Um, the ones who went into slavery during that arc was Rex and Obi Wan. Well, oh, was and, it? And Ahsoka. No, uh, no Ahsoka. Uh, well, she no, played uh, Anakin's slave. Yeah, she yeah, played yeah, Anakin's slave. But she was a right. slave. <laughs> <laughs> she was still a slave, but like Obi-Wan and Rex got sent to a labor camp or something. Yeah. And then Anakin was on his own mission to... Oh, that's right. That's because he, he was a slave as a child, so he was taking this very personally. And okay, yeah, that, there's so much going on, guys. So much to keep right. track of. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, but, it, but it was interesting because... Uh, I, I just really thought it was it was interesting that they kind of came up with a way for the um, Republic not to be able to do anything about it and really sh- highlighted and showcased the weakness of the Jedi in a way. Because here you have some of the, you know, just about as bad as it gets in terms of, uh, of you know, how you could be running your economy. And yet they f- don't really they don't really feel like they can do anything about it. And, you know, if they well, can't, also if they kind can't of take like, care of that. <laughs> it kind of shows how big the galaxy was in that, like, at the end of the day, they didn't have an infinite amount of, uh, of you know, supplies and, and uh, force, right. I guess, to extend their hand across the entire galaxy and help everyone. There are some people who just had to fend for themselves uh, yeah. at the I end of the day. Too, another... You know, maybe, uh, I don't know what to say this was an excuse, but uh, you got to keep in mind, too, that sometimes that this is just how those people are. Like, with the with the Twi'leks, it's like, slavery was kind of part of their culture. So, you know... Was it, it always like that, though, or was it because of the war? Because that's, uh, that's something know. that I've wondered about. Because, like, you see that a lot, um, like... Uh, I think even was it in Dark Disciple because they do talk about um, I think they uh, kind of hinted at it but never can like actually call it what it is but I think there was some level of prostitution too with the Twi'leks besides being slaves like on Coruscant on the lower levels you get a little bit of an insight of what Asajj's life was like uh, on the lower levels of Coruscant I feel like I mean it's a kids show but I feel like there was some I think you're right there was some well that's what I'm saying in Dark Disciple Dark Disciple I think kind of was a little bit more of a mature book because they definitely hinted at some very mature things and that's what I'm saying I think they I think they did kind of hint at that in Dark Disciple, but probably couldn't actually like write out say it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it's safe to assume if they were being enslaved that you know. Well, I that, brought it up to say that like part of the reason, at least from my understanding of it, part of the reason why the Jedi didn't do anything about slavery in the galaxy is it's kind of it'd be like you know going to a, a, a Muslim country and, and trying to force Christianity on people. 
Like this is how they operate. You know, that's not the Jedi's role to enforce. Well, it's almost what like they they're think. the they're the federal yeah. government, and then like the planets are they have their own local government and their own rules. Because I think the one of the arguments was that slavery was legal on certain or in certain like regions or planets right. essentially yeah so it's not the jedi's role to come in and enforce their will on people yeah. so that's you know that's how i just understood how anakin wasn't able to go back and free his mother and free the rest of the slaves like he thought because like child. although uh, unlike the the republic level like whatever planets were under their jurisdiction slavery wasn't allowed but in outer rim yeah. worlds that it, it wasn't like that right right yeah, I would uh, yeah, 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 um, yeah, and there's there was but now there were some planets that were thriving, um, and, and I guess that was sort of an example of sort of one, but there, that story got a little bit more complicated, um, but uh, you know that uh, Coruscant was certainly buzzing during during the during the war. I mean, the war did come there on a couple of occasions. I think, for um, my knowledge, it only came there once, and that was which planet? Revenge of the Sith. Coruscant. Oh, maybe you're well. I, I was just thinking about that they were. No, actually, maybe I'm just but thinking like about actual the, the, physical war. Only right. kind of. Yeah, there was like one episode three. where they did plan an attack on Coruscant. Yeah, I just don't. There's, there's a whole, all the Cad Bane stuff that took place there was sort of related to the war because didn't yes. didn't Dooku hire him? So, mm-hmm. but I mean, but for the most part, that would the, the floor. You know that you know there and like the banking clan and the. Although there was episode on the corruption of the banking clan, but which was also pretty cool because you get to see kind of the financial aspect of the right. war. Um, yeah. That's why Cold Wars is amazing. If you haven't watched it, please drop everything <laughs> and watch it right now because I, I mean I I agree. It, 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 there's a lot of people that you know shy away from like all the politics, and I'm not talking about you know our real world politics, politics, but the politics of uh, Star Wars and. It's interesting, like a lot of this stuff, especially when they get into Clone Wars. There's just some great um, episodes where you're dealing with just the politics, and it's there. There's universal. I mean, some of them, like the fact that they call like a whole thing, a whole group of people, the banking clan or like the Trade Federation, and, and like I don't know that that's like a little bit close to the mark, um, I guess, in terms yeah. of the what uh, for naming purposes. But in just Very kind of... Very interesting dynamic that's created because... Right, but just for a story that kind of gets into... They really dive into a lot of the different aspects of of the war. And you, ha- and you spend a lot of time in the Senate um, looking at what's going on in the Senate and, you know, what the different bills that the senators are trying to pass. And, uh, I am the Senate. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I had to... Yeah, I mean, there's you know, there's in- internal politics, there's there's bickering, there's factions, there's you know, there's all sorts of stuff that uh, that go on, and then and then and then they do a good job of getting into the soldiers themselves, um, ma- mainly the clones, but also the Jedi soldiers, um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it, it it is good. You're 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 right in that there are some episodes, even some arcs that get a. Uh, you know that are a little bit more kid oriented, but um, but it's, it's really just like comedic relief. It is. I, let me tell you this: if you're watching the the you know the movies versus the Clone Wars, the Clone Wars is violent. 
it is a very violent show. Oh, mm-hmm. oh that's what I'm saying. Like the, the even the Ahsoka arc is pretty tough to watch because it's it's pretty rough for a kids show. That the the uh, Order sixty six arc. I mean, there's a lot of tough stuff that happens in this show that makes me question why it's considered a kids show. Yeah, but yeah. And, and then and then you get the jar 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 dancing on the table. Was it wasn't the Clone Wars put to like a Lisa later block? Bomba Jedi. What's that? It wasn't the Clone Wars put at a later block after a while. Like I remember it, like it being like pretty early, like after school, when it, you know, back when it was being aired. And then like it just started becoming like later in the night. I think that was like after. Well, I don't like, know. Later I, don't season. Th- I don't think I ever watched it when it actually aired. I think I just taped all the episodes and then watched it. If I, I don't remember, to be honest with you, but it's funny. Wait, let, let, I, I do this only just to kind of get a perspective, but. How old were you guys when the show was on? I well, Elena, you didn't watch it when it originally came out, did you? Nope. No, so that's um, hard. But Albert, how about you? Uh, I remember, and the actual when was the Clone Wars like actually released? Like, mm, can't do the math right now. Seven, maybe. Right now. I was gonna say either two thousand eight or seven or something like that. Um, it wasn't too far after. It wasn't too far after uh, Revenge of the Sith. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna assume I was gonna I'm gonna assume two thousand eight. 2008, 2008. Okay. so then 2008, that's, uh, uh, I think I was in the fifth, fifth or sixth grade. Okay. And I know they, so it's they, actually they, right in your zone. they canceled like the, the show, like, right before the Disney, or no, either right before or right when Disney bought Right after Disney bought it, they canceled right the after show. Because then, then Dave Filoni had tweeted something right around uh, then showing that he was working on it. No, right when they can't announce the cancellation, he wrote, he put something that he was working on something else and then had a picture of like a TIE fighter up or something. Yeah, that was Rebels, my friend. Yeah, that beca- that what became Rebels. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, we, we kind of just like discussed today the Clone Wars in general um, and sort of started to touch on it. Um, I definitely think that, you know, specifically after this season finishes up um this is something that we could certainly uh, spend a lot more time on it because it's it's there's probably more hours of clone wars than anything else in star wars um with how many seasons was and how long it is um it's it's it was it was almost hard to talk about these things because every time i'd think of something in my head i'd dart it to something else and um, there's a lot, so maybe the next time we talk about it, we need to to be a little bit more specific about where we're looking at it because uh, because uh, as you as you were you know pointing out, Elena, um, it, it's it's there's a lot there. Um, it's a uh, it, it's a it's a dense show overall, um, and it, it's it certainly takes takes. Uh, Star Wars to a different light. I mean, I when I try to sell it to to my to my friends who are who are older, um, that they uh, I try to sell them as um, there are going to be some stuff that's very kid oriented. But if you see the 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 best of it, um, the best of it is as good as anything else in Star Wars. Um, you know, it's it, it's really cool to see all the different Jedi, really see all the different Jedi, and get all those perspectives. Um, so, uh, so if you're listening and you haven't watched the Clone Wars, which I know we have a few listeners that haven't, um, it's worth, it's, it's worth a check out, especially if you already have Disney plus, 
Um, and and then we can get into whole, you know, we haven't had really an episode about Rebels, too, and that's another one. So uh, so I think there's more to come on this. Uh, I, I, I'm guessing you guys agree with that. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, we're uh, out of time for this episode. Um, but, um, you know, as always, it's um, nice to talk with my friends, especially during this time where everything is a little bit strange. Um, you know, uh, talking about Star Wars is a, is a nice distraction from everything else. So Definitely. thank you, guys. Um, Elena, where can people find you on social media? You can find me on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook at Elena underscore strikes. Awesome. Awesome. And Albert? You can find me on Instagram via uh, CC underscore 22795. Cool, cool, cool. And Rodney? I am Lord underscore Dread, D-R-E-A-D on Instagram. Nice. And I'm at BMTN1111, but you're better off uh, finding me at our own social media. You can find us on Facebook, on Twitter and Instagram at The Wills Pod. And if you want to email us, it's at The Will, or not at, but The Wills Podcast at gmail.com. And, uh, you know, you've got some ideas for some topics or anything um, you think we should talk about, then uh, please shoot us a message. Um, and, uh, and we'll try to discuss it here. So, uh, thanks, thanks uh, for listening. Recording from Quarantine Central.